the third dimension. This is 3D or 2D.com's Duh 3D Show. Put on your 3D glasses now. If you're wondering what the 3D stand for, they are discussion, debate, and the news. We hope that you enjoy the show. Get it? The show? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 114 of The 3D Show. I'm Adolf, and I have with me Classic Jake. Howdy, folks. And New Jake. Hi, everybody. And this time, we have a ton to talk about. <laughs> um, apparently, there was a, a Comic-Con for Brazil that happened, and we got a whole bunch of trailers, and before that, a whole bunch of news. And we haven't recorded it in a little bit because of the holiday for us, Thanksgiving. So, um, a lot of stuff going on. Oh, yeah, before we get really started, uh, this podcast was recorded on December 3rd, approximately 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. So uh, this extra part here uh, is recorded on December 7th when we finished editing this podcast. I forgot to mention this in the podcast originally. And uh, so we don't get to cover all the news. We did miss a couple news bits, um, which include the Flash movie being moved up a week, uh, which... I think it's cool. I, I hope it's 3D. I don't know if it is or not. Um, and Black Adam being considered a quote-unquote flop because um, it didn't make enough money. So um, Avatar 2 has gotten some other... Uh, been in the news with uh, lots of different people. Um, reviewers and, and critics watching it and saying that it's really cool. So we don't get to talk about it in this podcast because... It, um, I'm future Adolf, and you're list- going to be listening to past Adolf, or present Adolf, or time travel makes my headache. So, yeah. Uh, back to the show! So, let's just go through there one by one and talk about stuff, but there's a lot of things that are connected to one each other, and a lot of things we didn't have time to talk about before, or we only talk about it with uh, patrons, so we're going to give y'all opportunity to talk, you know, to get over and get a little bit of everything. So, I guess the big... First topic is Disney CEO Bob Iger, Iger is returning. Um, he was taken out, and now he's back for a short time, I think. Two years. Yeah, he signed a two-year contract. This was totally unexpected. I didn't know this was going to happen at all. I don't think yeah. he did. Yeah, because Chapek was recently rehired for, what, five years? Yeah, exactly. I couldn't believe they ex- did that. I mean, I was like, what do you have to do at Disney to get fired? Well, I mean... We still don't know. We just know that it happens. Well, we haven't had a billion-dollar grossing uh, MCU movie in, since 2019. Yeah. And even though Disney Plus has a lot of subscribers, they're still not making money off of it. <laughs> yeah. So... It's um, it's it's just this is gonna impact a lot of things because um, are we gonna get any releases or anything canceled that you know we were expecting before? Are we gonna get things moved around? Are we gonna get these movies greenlit? You know, though that there might be a big shuffling that we don't know about, and you probably won't know until maybe the new year because they want he wants to probably. I assume as much he wants to go in, look at the books, and see what the plans, and then think it over, and then make decisions, and boom, we're going to have, I bet, a lot of decisions about movies being canceled, a lot of movies being moved around, and such, soon. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, a lot of TV, a lot of, I think a lot of series may either get turned into movies, uh, movies turned into TV series or one shot, uh, one episode. Yeah, we're going to see a lot of, probably a lot of change, probably a lot of cost cutting. Yeah. And, and also, uh, we'll see layoffs probably. And, and I think we'll see a lot of changes at the parks. And if they're smart, they'll reduce prices. <laughs> uh, that's this is Disney. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've never seen Disney lower their prices, but they're right now they're obscene. Uh huh. So, um, I imagine that they might say the Marvel certain things might have less stuff to do. They may say, "Okay, we're not getting a season two of this or that," or, or, or you know, we're not going to do a. I can imagine that they will talk to Marvel and Star Wars. Um, apparently, people love Andor, but it's like a big flop for Disney. So it, I, I think they already said they're going to get a season two. But um, I feel like maybe they won't get a season three because uh, the viewership is low. But it's kind of hazy with Star Wars stuff. And there's a lot of stuff going on there. But like Mandalorian, you know, is super hot. Everyone loves Baby Yoda. And season three is coming, even though I think season two ended perfectly for the franchise. But fine, they're going to have a season three. Um, so there's going to be a lot of changes, and it's really huge news. And it's going to take you're going to talk about this probably the next few months. So this is just the first dabble into this um, era of Bob Eager returning. So. Let's uh, keep going. Kind of keeping on Disney. We got a whole bunch of trailers here. Um, this is we got a one or four confirmed 3D movie, a Pixar movie at that. Elemental. What are your guys' thoughts on this new animated movie? It looked okay. It looked like kind of a uh, oh, uh, Inside Out did well. So let's just kind of rip off, rip ourselves off, and. Do a variation of Inside Out, but this time make it Elementals. With well, a, with with a little bit of Zootopia. Exactly, and a few light gags. Uh, who and who would think that would be the high? Watching that trailer would be the highlight of my evening when I went to the movie, <laughs> and that was just a mediocre trailer. Yeah, and a mediocre it's teaser. It's a teaser for sure. We don't know anything about this besides we think the water guy and the fire girl. Um, are attracted to one another and they might date, but I don't know anything else besides that. And that's the only kind of inkling we got. But we don't know how this universe works and if there's yeah. animals here or if how much of the things interact. Is this going to be like a racist thing where, oh, you brought a water person in, we're fire people, how dare you? Or, or, I I, yeah, I think that's it's going to be a remake of Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, but with elements. Uh... Now, we got to see this in 3D when we saw a um, recent movie of Strange World, and I Ugh. thought it wasn't that good in 3D. I thought it was fine, yeah. but meh. Meh. M-E-H. Meh. I mean, that's well, most Pixar products. So, yeah, it's, um, I have faith in Pixar. Um, this is just a cute little teaser. We'll see what happens with this movie. But right now, it doesn't give us much to think about. Um, I mean, this whole universe of, of Pixar and, and how this could work might be interesting. Um, but it also could be really simple because elemental stuff has been done to death on, on different anime and different um, cartoons in general. And it's just everyone knows about the different kinds of elements and water, fire, wind, 
Earth, heart, you know, is heart going to be here? Go Planet! By your powers combined, I am Captain Planet! Captain Planet! You know, Captain Planet. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. All right, let's keep going. Let's keep going here. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, um, a.k.a. Thor, said he's going to take some time off because he's figured out that he has a genetic predisposition for Alzheimer's. Jake, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, if he's willing to say that much publicly, who knows how bad it really is in pr- privately. Uh, so I'm like, uh, good on you. Uh, yeah, you only got you only get one life. Uh, he's probably got more money than he can spend in a lifetime unless he's a total drunken idiot. Um, so, yeah spend it with the people you love uh, instead of making movies that bomb and people insult you on social media. Now, Jacob, what are your thoughts? I just, I just want him to like be happy and healthy. That's all I really want. Cause I, I like Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. So do I. And I think he'd be happier spending time with his family instead of making Movies that seems like his audience doesn't like or want to see. Yeah, I mean, I, I have a feeling that's that's why he made that Neo Geo show on Disney Plus. Um, I forgot the name of it, but he's just kind of like doing all these extreme things. Like, hey, I've done that, so mm-hmm. maybe that's why. Kind of like almost like a midlife crisis, but sort of uh, not really. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels a bit sleazy the, how they're marketing it. It feels like when. Paula Dean announced she had diabetes and then tried to market uh, a, a diet. The butter diet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, uh, Hemsworth is the same age as me, uh, 39. So it's, you know, usually um, Alzheimer's doesn't really start to hit people until at the very earliest, like the 50s, right? Or 60s, right? Or, or no? I mean, there, there is early some, onset dementia and stuff. Yeah, there's been some, um, cause, uh, my family, uh, we have the prepos- the preposition for Alzheimer's, and there's been members of my family who have died from it at 35. Wow. Yeah, so it's a real thing. Uh, and, uh, and my family, we have the gene on both sides of the family. Now, I remember hearing somewhere that Hemsworth also said that he's not super interested in doing another Thor movie unless they really rethink the character. I don't remember where that was from. Um, do you guys remember hearing something about that recently or no? Yes. No. Yeah, him and Taika both have. I think they just uh, didn't expect. I don't think anybody expected the reaction um, that this Thor movie got. Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Love and Thunder. I mean, I had a feeling it would because Ragnarok isn't that great, no matter what people say it is. And I had a feeling it's going to be more along that, but worse. And yeah, I was kind of right. I really like Ragnarok, but there is definitely people that don't like it. But it, it's it's just, I guess it didn't. The formula didn't work for everybody a second time. It worked for me. I liked it. I liked yeah. the, both movies. So I don't know. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see how Marvel, you know, is going to handle Thor because Thor is in a different position now. If um, after that movie ends, <laughs> so yeah, maybe they'll bring back uh, uh, the mighty Thor from uh, Valhalla and they'll incorporate her as the new Thor. Or I don't know. 
I, I don't know how it's going to work out because that's a really big thread that they left hanging, and I don't think they could get away with not uh, resolving that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's taking care of uh, the daughter of a god creature. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, that's a big deal. <laughs> so, what's the name? Uh, is it Love God Butcher? Gore the, Lo- Gore the God Butcher. That's her dad, but she would be Love God Butcher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, is she going to become one of the Young Avengers? Are we just going to get another off-screen death like... <laughs> Chadwick? Oof. I know that sounded bad, but... Yeah. Alright, let's keep going here. Um, Jake, I'll let you pick the next topic. What do you want to talk about next? Oh, I guess let's talk about Cocaine Bear! (laughs) (laughs) That trailer looked wild and fun. Oh my god! And we'll be saving this topic for the patrons. Let's know about Pablo Escobar! The Cocaine Bear! (laughs) <laughs> and we'll, we'll be saving this topic for the patron exclusive bonus features so uh we'll talk about that later but okay uh jacob i'll let you i'll pass it to you what other topic do you want to talk about <laughs> uh let's let's talk about uh the last puss and boots trailer now, I feel like this actually should have been the first trailer because it actually gives you the plot and gives you a lot of information in some ways, but it also kind of feels like it might be too much information. But now we know that this is going to be a movie about him trying to find a star to, you know, get him because he's going to, he's on his last life. And uh, it, it changes the kind of dynamic of the movie a little bit. Because we weren't sure where it was going in the first trailer. We're just like, okay, he's going to meet up with this other lady and have a cat family. And then they have an adventure with Selma Hayek. And I don't know what else is going on. But now we know what's going on. Now I'm excited. Now it's like, oh, right. We got this movie in three weeks. I'm excited. So what are you guys thinking? I think it's going to be really good. Probably even better than the first Puss in Boots movie. Yeah, this is a great trailer. Uh to add insult to injury, I see the Unreal 3D, of course, the trailer's 2D, and there <laughs> is a 3D screening remotely near me. Now, they have early screenings, or they had some, but it was 2D only, which is very disappointing, because I would have loved to watch that uh, day after Thanksgiving, or, or Saturday mm-hmm. after Thanksgiving. and it's went on sale, and there's no 3D screenings near me. Regal's not running in 3D. The, the two AMCs around here aren't running it in 3D. Uh, and Cinemark isn't running it in 3D. They're up in... They have a few in Portland. Yeah, I got some near me. Oh, lucky you. I mean, they, they could update it, so just keep a lookout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, Strange uh, World got one 3D screening near me on a Saturday. Hmm. I'm looking up to see... I have uh, 3D screenings, so... I'm sorry, uh, Classic Jake. I don't know what's going on with you, um, but I have 3D screenings for the 21st and 22nd. So yeah, me too. It's just like they still haven't added all my theaters yet. So yeah, just keep a lookout. Yeah, that could uh, I could get lucky. But but the reviews for this movie is surprisingly very positive, like almost 100 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Yeah, I've, yeah, I, I I saw that and I was like, oh wow. Um, I kind of feel 
bad to know that because I don't want to ruin this potential review. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I, I hate that Fandango has that, uh, you know, right there, um, Rotten Tomato score when you try to buy tickets. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like if I wanted to go there, I would go there. I wouldn't want, to, I don't want to get spoiled on there and potentially, you know, change my opinion on it. Because, you know, whenever you see a movie that you already know the score for, you know, you kind of frame it. Kind of like whenever I watched um, Strange World, I already reviewed or, you know, was with Jacob when he reviewed it or, or helped uh, edit his review. So I was kind of framing it in my mind is Jacob's review wrong or right. And I, I couldn't disagree enough with it to really cha- feel one way or another. So it's already in my mind framed. And that's why I kind of basically agree with you, Jacob, because I don't really feel strong enough to, to disagree strongly. Now, uh, Jake, you do disagree with us. You think it's a bad movie, uh, Strange World, right? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's you know, we try to have our own opinions and not talk about stuff, and uh, but we never know. And it, it's always rough to, to see that, but I'm excited that to know that it's good. But you never know, um, because sometimes I like movies that everyone hates, and sometimes I hate movies that everyone loves, and that's kind of, you know, you just got to judge it on your own merit. Uh-huh, yeah. exactly. I mean... Yeah, think of all the crap we've got about liking uh, the last X-Men movie. <laughs> the New Mutants or Dark Phoenix? Dark, Dark Phoenix. Phoenix. Mutants is I like it. Dark Phoenix. Yeah. So it I wasn't would, perfect. It, it, was, it was watchable. qualifies as a movie, much less an X-Men movie. Yeah. Now, uh, we got to we just, we gotta keep going because we got so many trailers to talk about. Um, we got a second Avatar official trailer, Avatar Way of Water. And we've all seen this trailer in 3D, and it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty. It's like, it's not that much different than the previous trailer, but ooh, it's pretty. Yeah, it still doesn't really explain what the story is going to be, really, except it's going to be water-based. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. There's something to do with the whales and something to do with the water people that, I don't know. It really doesn't tell me anything about the story at all. Like, oh man, I have no idea what's going on right now. Yeah, I agree with you. We just get more of it, and we get some more, and the 3D looks fantastic. And if anything, it kind of spoils you for other 3D movies because it's like, oh wow, this is awesome. And then you see the movie that you actually went to see, and you're like, oh, it's not as good as this, you know. <laughs> Thank you, Strange yeah. World. Well, <laughs> Thank you, yeah, uh, I- uh, Wakanda Forever. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't but, know if this has any relevance to what the box office is going to be, but I had to get midnight screening tickets because uh, I didn't hear about tickets going on sale until an hour after they started going on sale. And when I went to purchase my Avatar 2 tickets, they were already, the 3D screenings were already pretty much filled up until the midnight one. Yeah, it's just, it's kind of weird though. Like, it seems like Disney is trying to brace for impact that this movie could be a disappointment because James Cameron is saying it needs to be in the top five grossing movies of all time for it to break even. So that doesn't bode well for a potential three. Yeah. Avatar three. It's connected to that, this story, because, uh, yeah, if you said that, it needs to be really high, like two billion worldwide. Uh, it probably only needs to make 800 million. That's still. A ridiculous amount of money it needs to break even, but still. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's a, I guess, some a rule about Hollywood money is, um, it's not really about the number; it's about expectations. It's really, 
of course, if it really takes $2 billion to break even, that's enough to fire Bob J. Picoper. <laughs> yeah. But he didn't do that. It, it's just like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I have mixed feelings about Avatar, The Way of Water. It's just, I wasn't a huge fan of the first movie, but the 3D was glorious, so yeah. I'll keep an open mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dances with Wubs Underwater. With a bit of Ferngully. Just not yeah. as interesting. <laughs> yeah, but the 3D was pretty. Yeah, it was. Now I got uh, my tickets for Thursday, and I was tempted to go to IMAX 3D, but IMAX 3D is now twenty five dollars for. And I was like, um, I don't think uh, I could. splurge, man. Oh. It's James Cameron. Um, I could go to a local theater that has almost as good as IMAX for seven dollars less. <laughs> so okay, I, that's well, what I'm I gonna did. go. At- 3 p.m. in the afternoon on a Thursday as well, so I'll be off work then. Oh, look at you guys. I'm going to have to have my dead ass up at midnight. <laughs> so, um, the money-wise is interesting. I-, I did hear that in India, it's setting really, really, really well, so that might be a really good sign, but I think in Hollywood, the rules, they don't really care about numbers per se, but I mean, they do care, but it's more like expectations game. Does it beat expectations? Does it meet expectations? Or does it fail to meet expectations? Those are the three. That's the bar. That's the bar. It's really simple. Does it fail? Then it bombs. And then they don't care. If, if you know, if they had, they have expectations that we don't know about. You know, the executive team and all that. They have okay. We expect this movie to make this amount of money and to this be this popular. And if it doesn't go that way, then they'll be disappointed. But if if it gets near there then they might be okay, and then it just depends on the execs and if the if movies make sequels or not, but if it exceeds expectations, then obviously it will have a sequel or, or continue on the franchise in some sorts, but it's more like that, and I feel like if it makes, if Avatar The Way of Water makes over a billion dollars worldwide, not quite two, I think Disney will be okay with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, but like they got a they got a secured release in China, so it's going to do probably gangbusters over there because they love 3D there. But it's, the marketing, it's there, but like they're not going to the full potential like the first one did because I'm not seeing any toys, no video games, nothing like that. It's just the movie, and it's really odd. I think there was a game, but it got delayed or something. Oh yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's tied into the movie. I just want to say that's probably more tied into the universe of avatar but i'm not under quite i'm not quite sure about that so yeah i i imagine if it's like less than 500 million worldwide disney's gonna be pissed i think they're gonna release <laughs> <laughs> um it's gonna re- the third one's gonna release because it's already filmed and already done so that doesn't matter that's in the bank now james cameron said um depending on how the third one it does I think Disney already told him, stop, you can't do a fourth one until we get to know what the second and third one do. And, you know, if the second and third one both are, you know, okay, then maybe. But obviously they'll have to give him on the time clock and be like, no, we're not going to wait 20 damn years to get back another sequel. (laughs) Because James Cameron's already talked about Avatar 6 and 7. I'm like, dude, the Avatar lore is not that rich to have one, like more than three movies, I bet. Yeah. Let alone two. Mm-hmm. We'll shall see. We shall see. But it's interesting because it's a big number to be scared about two billion. And I don't think any movie since 2020 has gotten anywhere near that. 
Um, uh, Spider-Man last year made $1.9 billion, so that's the closest we've gotten. Okay. Now, uh, I wonder how much of that is because of all the Spider-Mans that's in that, and it got everyone, it got what people wanted. Um, now, is Avatar 2 going to give what people want? I don't know. But it definitely, I feel like, at least from that trailer, it's going to give people what they want in 3D-wise. It was kind of refreshing uh, watching a TV trailer for that, and it's uh, experience it in 3D. I'm like, ah, it's been years since I've heard that. It wasn't just a logo it said experience in 3D. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally feel you, because so many trailers we're going to talk about today, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's just like, okay, cool. And then did we all mention 3D? And it's like, oh. Um, but then real Real D talks about it on Twitter, so I guess that means it is 3D, but they didn't mention it in the trailer or, or the or poster. So it's it's kind of wishy-washy now if we get confirmation before the movie comes out. And even before that, we don't know. Because like, we didn't know about Strange World for like months until right before it came out. And we're like, oh, it's it's coming out? It's coming out in 3D? Cool. Because I was thinking that it, it was going to go to Disney+, Plus, and it probably should have, but it is what it is. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. It's interesting to see how how maybe maybe we'll get lucky in this there's a resurgence. We we definitely have plenty of twenty twenty three movies that are three D. Now after that point it's gonna really depend on how Avatar two does. <laughs> uh huh. Maybe we'll get a three D resurgence with not just movies, but with technology like T V, monitors, computers. Come on, give me 8K OLED HDR 3D without glasses. Come on, come on. <laughs> give me a 3DS 2. At least an HD 3DS would be nice. <laughs> yeah, or or a 3D Switch. That'd be fantastic. All right, Classic Jake, what do you want to talk about next? Not talking about Cocaine Bear until we get to the patron section. <laughs> okay, I guess we'll talk about Quentin Tarantino's shit-talking... Uh... Marvel movies again. Uh, he, he's right on the money, though, but with, well, the, with the movies and everything. I actually agree with Quentin, more or less. He yeah. claims Marvel actors aren't movie stars, that their characters are. Yeah, he's uh, the only actor I can think of that has gotten a boost from being in a Marvel movie, really, is Chris Evans. Uh, I mean, what about Robert Downey Jr. and uh, Tom before? He was a star before, and he hasn't I mean, been able to really transition to a hit outside of Iron Man. I, I, I don't know. Uh, Sherlock Holmes? Due date? Or he Sherlock Holmes before he did Iron Man. No, that was after. Okay, I always thought it was before. No, but the thing nope. is, not that big of movies. Those, I mean, the Sherlock Holmes movies were like huge hits, though. They, like, they grossed over half a billion Worldwide. Okay, that's not too bad. But the thing is, he was already a star. Uh, yeah. Uh, and um, and Scarlett Johansson. I mean, she was already. I mean, Chris, Chris Evans was kind of a sort of a star. Yeah, I'd say but... Tom Holland has the biggest boost because you know Uncharted was a pretty big hit. Yeah, him and Chris Evans have gotten the biggest boost from being uh, in Marvel movies. Out and yeah. they, they've had audiences accept them to a degree, uh, but th they're not what I would call AA list, but no. they definitely got some niche hits. I mean, like Knives Out for uh, Chris Evans and um, 
and Tom Holland has done pretty good. I mean, I would say with with Knives Out especially, that was more of an ensemble movie, so that's not really him headlining. <laughs> that's beside the point. I understand what he's saying. I, I get it, but at the same time, it's so elitist. It's so elitist to say, oh, my movies are mo- are films. Yours are movies. And uh, I, you can't take anything. It's a comic book. It's seriously. It has to have drama. And it's like, have you not seen Wakanda Forever? <laughs> I didn't take his comments as being like that, but... Yeah, I just... Uh, he, he, me, so. Yeah, like, he wasn't Martin Scorsese where he was just outright bashing it, but, like, Tarantino's watched every single Marvel movie. He's read comic books. He loves the Marvel comic books. He said it himself. So... He does have context there, and he has a point. I don't know. I, I kind of just feel like it's a lot of elit- elitism, but maybe not. I don't maybe know. I mean, it if, 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 I if Paul Thomas Anderson had said that, I would get it. <laughs> well, he has said several times there really aren't movie stars anymore. and he Which is, is fair. Like, yeah. Tom Cruise is probably the last one that I can think of. Yeah, he might be. We might get some others. I mean, Zendaya has, has possibilities of becoming a what I'd call a full-blown movie star, or or someone popular like like Beyonce. Eh. But who knows? The world right now is, we're going through rapid change, and I don't think the world has changed this much since the 1960s. Yeah. It, it's, but, like, we, we don't really have, like, the, the global star level anymore. I mean, you got global movies, mm-hmm. but you don't have... Like a lot of stars, I could translate success beyond like Marvel or DC or whatever. Uh, yeah, like Arnold Schwarzenegger couldn't open a movie globally. That would be yeah. number one around the globe anymore. Yeah, like Tom Cruise still does it, and he's in his sixties. Uh huh. And he's pretty much about it. Yeah, I mean uh, Jackie Chan can't even really open up a movie domestically anymore because mainly it's just direct to video anymore, mm-hmm. at least here in the states. Yeah, I mean, he still has some pull in Asia, but his movies, his Asian movies don't open here anymore. Yeah. Now, the thing is also that Marvel and this comic book movies overall are the only ones that kind of unite so many people that want to watch it because there's dozens and dozens and dozens and hundreds of movies that release every year on streaming that I don't know about. And, you know, there's a movie for everybody on Netflix and on Disney, on everything hbo max and there's it's so segmented now the only movies that get big box office are the marvel movies so i, I kind of feel like that's the reason why is because you know you have you know you want to know that story continue on and yeah avatar might be a a, a big franchise you know we'll see about second one but yeah it, it wasn't for marvel movies the theatrical experience would have probably not survived the pandemic i think it's because they're Hollywood's hedging their bets on big CGI fests instead of actual movies. Because, you know, like, I, I want more just, like, studio-made, like, dramas in theaters instead of going directly to streaming or day and date, you know? It's just... Uh-huh. Like, it's, it's, it's horror movies and comic book movies that's, like, tend to be the biggest movies. Mm-hmm. I think it's just it's hard for people to justify going to the theater for a drama or, or a comedy when you could just wait and watch it at home and it'd be just as good. And, you know, that's kind of why, you know, you want to see a big action movie because you don't have, you know, a seven point, you know, Dolby surround sound or whatever. You don't have 3D 
at home anymore very rarely for new releases so it's it's one of those things you have to go to you know see it in theaters because everyone's going to spoil it right afterwards so you you know if no one's going to spoil i mean i hope no one's going to spoil the new knives out movie um i'm just going to wait and get it wait to watch on netflix but i'm not you know people are going to wait for netflix for that and i'm not gonna you know i I was gonna see glass onion in theaters but uh, we had freaks we had i had a freak snowstorm and was not about to drive in the snow when and and it literally melted an hour after I canceled my tickets. Uh, I mean, but it's funny you mentioned Glass Onion because it actually did really well in theaters for the week. It made fifteen million dollars on six hundred screens, which is if it would have had a full theatrical release, it probably would have done really well. Oh, they were running it pra- as as many hours as they could legally show it in Salem in the theater. Oh yeah. At it, and they were trying to get it extended, but Netflix wouldn't let them do it. And Netflix is kind of stupid for that. <laughs> oh, they're very stupid. Yeah, yes. who would think that Netflix now looks like theatrical is would do would would serve them well? It served yeah. on Amazon Movies did really well. Theat uh, well, Joaquin Phoenix had a lot of minor little hits with his Amazon movies playing the art house circuit and now he's uh doing uh, apple plus movies now mm-hmm. yeah, yeah there's a lot of dramas and and i guess films on apple plus as well so there's, a, there's just a lot of different it's the se- it's really segmented like i said and it's really hard to have people you know for me at least it's hard to go to theaters just for a comedy or a drama i could enjoy that as much at home because yeah it's like for me to go to art house movie you know i take a day you know, drinks and stuff, that's over uh, 50 bucks. That's, you know, you don't want, there's very few things, in a, and that's a lot of money for about two hours. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it's the experience, though. If it's, especially if it's a good movie, and then it's money well worth spent. Uh-huh. But I mean, if it is. Yeah. Because uh-huh. if I had paid that for Strange World, I would have been as mad as uh, <laughs> the people I was with the theater who didn't have who weren't signed up to the movie um, club and, and they had to pay, they had to pay full price for their tickets, their kids tickets, all their popcorn and soda and candy. I hope you didn't take a date to strange world though. That'd just be kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, if it's like life with kids, that's fine. But if you're like, you know, it's just you and a girl or whatever, and you take them to strange world that you got, unless the date picked it, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I know they were the, the, my audience was staring at me like I was a pedo or something because I'm sitting here at this kids movie by myself and I said hey, <laughs> hey I'm a 3D reviewer for a what and they go huh sure and you are <laughs> and why yeah sure you are and they were like well and I'm like going ask the theater I'm here for every 3D movie and they were like yep he is uh-huh. <laughs> okay so it's 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 interesting there's very few movies I actually see in the theater that are not 3D. Um, I'm perfect. I have, I think, description to every streaming service. So that's like $100 a, a month now. And it's like, damn right I'm going to wait to watch that because <laughs> I'm already paying a lot of money, you know, for different different streaming services oh. to make sure. I'm, but, like, I don't even watch half of the stuff. And, you know, like I said, there's so much stuff on Netflix and 
uh, so much stuff that's not for me, and it's okay. Not every movie, not every TV show has to be for me. But there's so much content right now. It's just it's so hard to find an audience for anything. And you know, you, you might yeah. have you know one million people watch this show, but guess what? You know, that's one million people worldwide is nothing compared to you know how it was back in the you know before our times when we didn't have worldwide streaming. Yeah. I think we're going to start seeing some mergers. Uh, studios and streaming platforms merging because um, it's going to be real interesting to see what happens with Sony and and we'll get to that. That's another top. That's a topic on our list to, oh, today. That's a great segue. Let's go to that. Okay, exactly. Uh, so Legendary cuts its ties from with WB and now is with Sony. So that's out of the blue for me. <laughs> So does that mean that uh, Godzilla vs. Kong is going to be through Sony now? No, the the Kong movie, that's still going to be... Those contracts are already in stone. So, uh, but I wouldn't... But don't expect there to be any further uh, Kong Kong and Godzilla movies. I mean, possibly Kong, but I would say this version of uh the Godzilla verse is going to be cut short after the movies that have already been signed on the dotted line are made. I mean, did they say why they uh they Oh, uh, oh it's, but it's it, it's because of what they did with Dune. What are they do? Oh, cuz the theatrical uh-huh, and uh, exactly. stream okay. Lost uh, it's the it's the whole reason that Oppenheimer movie is coming out at Universal instead of oh, okay. because when Warner Brothers just arbitrarily decided to put everything on their platform without telling their uh, partners first, that was the last straw. And mm-hmm. Warner Brothers has a long history of doing stuff like this uh, yeah. because they lost another. Um, who's the studio that did? Um, um, the Negotiator and uh, Hollywood Confidential. God, I can't remember, but Warner Brothers shafted them the same way, and they went elsewhere. In fact, most people don't even remember they were part of Warner Brothers at one time. Hmm. I don't now, remember. I, well, they've kind of been, uh, since a lot of their movies had uh, Kevin Spacey in them, a lot of people don't. They're kind of canceled right now. Now, I guess, the uh, okay, let's go into some legendary movies, per se, so that way people know what we're talking about, because um, Legendary, um, I'm on their website now, some of the movies, we talked about Kong movies, um, we talked, now they also did Warcraft, and uh-huh. they, they also did Pacific Rim, and uh-huh. Jurassic movies, uh-huh. and uh, one of your favorite movies of all time, Skyscraper. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Black Handsman and uh, Detective Pikachu. So that's going to be interesting because is our Nintendo going to just say no? We're going to do that now. We're not going to mess with this either. You know. Yeah, and Legendary is one of the money companies. They can raise money like nobody's business to make movies. Their pockets are deep, deep. They paid for a lot of stuff at Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. And like Enola Holmes one and two, it's a Netflix. Um, that's you know basically 
a, a retelling of Sherlock Holmes, but a different kind of thing, right? Yeah, from, from the point of view from the sister and and Henry Cavill is Holmes. So they do a lot of Netflix stuff right now with a uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre that came out recently. Ugh. They have, uh, and since they are Asian, they have direct, they have ties to China. They can get their movies in very little problem into the Chinese market. And they did the Great Wall, which is a, a big hit in China, I think, but not here. Yeah. <laughs> or anywhere else. I mean, the movie's mediocre, but the 3D is pretty nice if you can find the disc. Now, Warcraft, again, did pretty well in Asian markets, but not here. Is, is that going to yeah, affect... It, a... it did so well in China, they're trying to do a sequel. So I imagine that's going to be a Sony. And Interstellar and uh, Dracula Untold. And, you know, I don't know about that. But the Dracula 300 Untold. movies... <laughs> huh. I forgot that they were they did Man of Steel. Interesting. And they the find, head... Yeah. Hangover movies, Jack and the Giant Slayer, The Dark Knight Rises, uh, Wrath of the Titans, The Hangover movies, Sucker Punch. Okay. Yeah, some of these they only financed, and some they actually uh, had more of a hand in. But yeah, they like they that's going to kill Warner, Warner Brothers is going to have to find another source of money to get the product made. Yeah, them legendary is a big deal. Yeah, I just wanted to name some names because people may not, know, you know, they'd see the logo or they hear it, but they don't know. But yeah, um, there's a lot of stuff they worked on for the last uh -huh. 30 years that we know. Yeah, going to basically turn Sony into a powerhouse. So yeah, they worked on Batman Begins, Superman Returns, 300, uh, Dark Knight, so Watchmen, a lot of comic book movies that they really had a hand in. So it's interesting how what's going to happen after that, you know, because the Warner yeah. Brothers is really struggling to get things going. But hey, you know, James Gunn is is I'm you know excited for him being mm -hmm. yeah, in charge. He, yeah, he's going to be running DC with Peter Schaffron. Yeah, two year contract. What was interesting is before Iger came back to uh, Disney. He was a consult. Him and Alan Horn were both consulting Zasloff at Warner's. <laughs> so I'm wondering, huh? Now I know there's no way Disney's going to buy Warner Brothers because I can't imagine the U.S. electing anybody dumb enough to let that go through. Yeah, that would be too big. That is too yeah, much exactly. power. That would uh, that would be so big it would destroy the market. Yeah. And, but uh, there have been rumors that Zasloff is strictly trying to get uh, Warner's in shape to sell off. Now, uh, Disney is a little bit hurting for money because one of their recent uh, movies, A Strange World, is a pretty much a bomb. <laughs> uh huh. And COVID has uh, really hurt their park business. Now, uh, Deadline was saying that uh, the reason why Strange World got a theatrical release instead of a um, straight to the Disney Plus release was because a lot of the animation people were really pissed because you know they had Luca that went directly to home release. They got they had Turning Red, which is really really loved. Um, I I think it's a great movie, but I don't love it like everyone else does. But that movie went straight to you know, home release, and they're like, you know, I imagine they're gonna be uh, all all three of those should have went theatrical. Yeah, and Soul. So. 
they wanted to make sure that they got their movies in theaters. And, um, of course, you know, having a, a gay character, they wanted to have that there too. So they didn't want to, you know, sideline that, but it's, it's still, they should have sidelined it and told them it wasn't good enough. And I mean, uh, I'm not, yeah. I'm not part of that, but I'm, a, I guess an ally of that, but I, you don't want bad yeah, representation. Well, yeah. This yeah. Bad decisions that Chapik made. I mean, like Lightyear got a theatrical release in that movie, not really good. It's okay. Yeah. I, I like it. It's, I, it's, I thought it was okay. There were yeah. things about it I liked, and there were things about it I didn't like. But I think what killed it was the same thing that killed Solo. Uh, audiences loved Tim Allen as Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Well, and, uh, uh, yeah. And they were like, where's Tim Allen? Like, they were like, go, heaven forbid that Harrison Ford grows old. They wanted him as Solo. They didn't give a damn. I, I just kind of think it's more I, the... Um, the kind the, of a to talk about Indy 5. Uh, well, hold on. We, we still got a little bit more here. Okay. I, I kind of feel like um, Solo and Lightyear were both movies that no one really wanted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. They weren't. I mean, uh, I thought they were both decent, but they weren't. But you're absolutely right. There are some things that people weren't clamoring for, and they're not willing to spend 50 to 100 bucks to go see in a movie theater with their family. Yeah. They, they just saw, like, these were like essentially paycheck movies of like, hey, we could get a lot of money with this, and it just didn't happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they didn't read the room. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it's really interesting that, you know, Strange World is a new product, a new franchise, or you know, people complain about not getting new movies, and they finally get one, and they don't care about it, and it bombs. So it, it's one of those things where Disney is probably really not sure what to do with animation right now because, um, you know, Lightyear, in theory, should have made a lot of money. It's based on Toy Story property. Each Toy Story movie made more money than the previous one. And three and four both made billion, I think. And they made Uh a lot of money. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think if Tim Allen had did the voice, they would have had a billion dollar movie. I don't don't know if it would be a billion. I think it would have been like closer to maybe three quarters of a billion, but... It, it, w- it would have done better. Yeah, they should have left the whole conceit off about this is the movie Andy saw, or if they that. were going to go with that, or yeah. if they were going to go with that conceit, had Andy had had footage of Andy going to the theater because people would love to see Andy again. Or they could have just yeah. made it as a 1990s sci-fi movie like Independence Day, make it big and dumb. That would have been really cool because a kid would have loved that. Yeah. Kids did uh, love Independence yeah. Day back in the day. Yeah, kids would not <laughs> like that year and they didn't like it. This <laughs> came out now. Uh, it was rather tame and boring and really uh, sci-fi-y and brainy. You know, it's not really yeah. kid kind of stuff. And I like it. Yeah. I do like it. It's just, it's not really I don't believe for a fact that this is a movie that, um, the quote unquote movie that um, Andy saw, Andy poof, saw whatever. Yeah. I don't believe no. that. So I that, could believe yeah. it did. And Sid just gave it the middle finger and said, I'm going to destroy all toys. <laughs> um, I, I think, uh, I think this may be a movie that Andy as an adult had seen and then was thinking about buying a Buzz Lightyear toy, but then decided not to because he remade his childhood favorite and is like, Mamma Mia. This. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, screw it. Yeah, yeah, Disney raped and murdered my childhood. 
Yeah. I mean, it's also the whole prequel, you know, do you really ha- care about a prequel because you know they're going to be okay for the other movies? Or is this, you know, is this continue a story or give you a new story? And that were that's where some of the issues were with both Solo and this, where I, you know, uh-huh. they're not bad movies by any means. Uh-huh. But it's just, I don't care about them. You know, I saw them both once, and I'm probably never going to see them again. Not that I hate them, it's just, I don't have that passion for it. I don't, where does this movie go beyond here? And I don't know where it goes, and it's not needed. Uh, some things are not needed. Some some movies, you know, you already had four Toy Story movies. You don't need another franchise to spin off of that. I mean, You're good. you also, you also yeah. had a, a Buzz Lightyear TV show from the early 2000s that explained his history. It was hand-drawn. It didn't look uh-huh. the greatest, but it was a good show. Uh-huh. Exactly. And if it would have continued mm-hmm. that storyline, I think it would have been more popular even without Tim Allen. Yeah, I mean, that show even had Tim Allen in. I think Patrick Warburton replaced him after the direct-to-video movie. I could be wrong, but uh-huh. it's been well, a while since I've seen it. <laughs> versions of the direct-to-video movie. One right. Patrick Warburton did the voice, and one Tim Allen did the voice. Right. I think it's also a little bit too cute by half with, you know, Tim Allen is the voice of the toy. Wahlberg is the voice of the TV personality and Chris Evans is the actual characters. It's just, it's too much. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. Uh, I think it was too much for a majority of the audience to follow, especially, yeah. especially with the character that a lot of them, if they lot, if they even know who the actor is, associate him with Captain America. Yeah, yeah, and he just uh, Chris Evans doesn't have that voice to be a Buzz Lightyear. He, it's not like a booming, kind of theatrical, over the top sci-fi voice. It's just his normal voice, and it just didn't fit Buzz Lightyear. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And we're we're doing a lot of Buzz Lightyear bashing on this channel right now. Yeah, and it's not even really relevant to the conversation. I don't think it's bashing per se. It's just being critical, and we're being fair. I think. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> and kind of off topic a little bit, but you know. <laughs> All right. This, uh, you mentioned uh, uh, Indiana Jones, and let's go to Indiana Jones. We got the trailer for The Dial of Destiny, the aka the fifth Indiana Jones movie. And um, the trailer didn't say anything about 3D, the poster didn't say anything about 3D, but Real D said, hey, uh, look at this trailer, and they won't talk about 2d only movies they only talk about 3d movies so i guess that it's a 3d movie now this movie looked very dark so it's like oh boy i'm gonna have a really dark movie um but it looks good it looks fun it looks like indiana jones so i'm hyped for it what do you guys think this was a great trailer especially the end bit with the whip this was an awesome trailer you will believe an 80 year old man can kick ass uh, too too bad the the title is awful. <laughs> oh, the, oh, the title sucks. I hate the title. I wish they'd rename uh, it. Agree. This is, this is a bad <laughs> Atomic Blonde was for a movie set in the eighties. Yeah. So what is the Dial of Destiny? I think it's uh, going to be a time travel device. Yeah, because it looked like he was jumping through time. Yeah. Uh, and I could also tell the CG on this was not finished. Yeah, even though I yeah. love trailer the cg was rough even yeah. an old analog person like me could spot how weak the cg was but it was obviously not finished yet and i right. applaud 
for releasing this kind of early trailer and not having perfect CG. Now, I think what they should do is put a disclaimer on trailers that say effects may not be finished because people are screaming. Cause the biggest complaints I'm, I'm hearing from people is how terrible the CG is. But it's yeah. obviously not finished and they wanted to give us something to see before. And they weren't going to make us wait like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to Guardians, but, you know, it, it is interesting that we're getting this movie so, this trailer so early. We got so many trailers this week so early, and before, we were just like, where are the trailers for Wakanda Forever? Where's the trailer for Thor Love and Thunder? And we didn't get it till like, a month and a half before release, and now we're getting it seven months before it comes out. So uh, I, th- I think they're pushing trailers earlier because these their strategy of a month and a half before is not translating to box office yeah because like not enough people are gearing up they're not getting excited they're just like oh there's another marvel movie oh crap (laughs) i didn't know that now uh did you guys think that this movie might not necessarily be great for 3d because it's so dark or is it just me uh i mean i think certain scenes but yet again it could be color timing that's not finished yet um i think it might be good for 3d yeah and uh and if they've got a good cinematographer like the Russo brothers had, they had great 3D and dark movies. So it yeah. is, it's just not highly probable. It's just, uh, uh, they got a really good cinematographer for this movie. Uh, but uh, I just hope it's good. I just hope the 3D is good and the movie is good because the last right. one was okay. The I don't hate the last one. I don't hate it. It's just, it was kind of stupid <laughs> yeah but i think it's kind of fun stupid but that's just me i understand people don't like it but maybe it's like yeah. a, a rule with um uh indiana jones movies where you get one good one one bad one one good one one bad one one good one so maybe this is gonna be the last one and end in a good way but i haven't seen two and three so i can't what? verify that i know um, um you, uh, last crusade is the best one in my opinion Oh, Raiders is the best one. But in fact, Raiders, yeah. I consider it an Indiana Jones movie. It's just kind of its own thing. Well, I mean, but the but the thing with the plot of Raiders is uh, if Indy didn't do anything, the thing the Nazis still would have melted. So it's rather pointless in my opinion. But that's just me. I still love the movie. But well, ra- have, uh, but that's kind of the whole charm of it. Indiana Jones is is he's as he's about as stupid as a stump turtle. Uh, but he still managed. I mean, he does the dumbest things, and yeah. watching him get out of stuff. And this, but, trailer, but the third, but the third movie has Sean Connery as his dad, so that's automatic win for me. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, a lot better in the second movie. That was a smart yeah. move on them. Bring in somebody else for him to play off of. Yeah, and he was, uh, and Sean Connery was still at the top of his game. Oh yeah. Now, in this movie, did they de-age Harrison Ford? Because he doesn't look as old that he, as he should yeah. be. Yeah, it looked like they used some footage. And, uh, like I said, some of the CG was really rough. No, they, they confirmed that they that he is going to be de-aged in certain scenes because it's going to take place around World War II-ish. Because the other films were in the 30s, except for the fourth uh, movie, which is the 50s. So now him willing to play uh, uh, General Ross makes more sense. Yeah. No, because it's like if he's being de-aged, that means he 
already messed with this having to wear the ping pong balls and stuff on his face. So I guess he decided, okay, I can play Red Hulk. And I guess they're just going to forget that the fourth one even existed and just move on, right? <laughs> if they're smart, yeah, like, yeah. in this movie. Because um, I don't think we're going to have a see a, a gruesome death scene with Shia LaBeouf in this. That would be nice. <laughs> but I, I mean, they, they got a, a stacked cast with this movie, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't hate the fourth one. I think it's dumb fun, and I liked it for being dumb fun. I mean, uh, uh, the first the, one, uh, the first one had melting faces. The fourth one had aliens. It's not far too far of a jump for me to be like, well, you know, melting faces is okay, but aliens is too far. No, nah, it's all it's all silly good the, fun. Well, to me, it was the uh, atomic refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like even oh. even if. Even if he was protected from radiation, the pressure blast and yeah. being that fall, that that close to the nuclear bomb after it got launched, that's like yeah. no. And the yeah. and the CGI was awful for the most part in that movie. Yeah. All right, let's keep going here because we've got a lot of trailers, right? We got um, yes. Uh, let's talk about Guardians. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy three, which we just got Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Now I really liked it. I don't know if y'all had a chance to see it yet. Yep, it was it was a good holiday special. I haven't watched it yet. All right, it, it def- I feel like it's a very good movie. I think it's great. I think it's it does what it needs to do. It's a lot of fun. It's basic. It's straightforward. Now, um, I think this definitely is a sequel to that because we see the same Groot, which is a big noteworthy thing because people are saying this is a swollen Groot, which I hate that term. I guess he's, <laughs> but fine. He is the swole Groot. He is the more adult Groot. So it looks like we we it get is a lot. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you get Groot holding like it looks like a dozen guns. <laughs> yeah, that's a so awesome. He has to be <laughs> that's an awesome way to show that he's a tree. He can have multiple, you know, limbs and multiple guns in each limb. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we have Adam Warlock here, um, which is I think he looks cool. I think he's a really interesting character, and there's a lot they could play with him with for the comic book. Yep. And this feels like the end of the trilogy. Like, we're going to get um, some satisfaction on Rocket, and we're going to yeah, get... I think Rocket's going to die. Yeah. yeah, and I think Dax might, Drax might die, too. Yeah, he's looking thick, too. He's like he's not, like, swole. He's just flabby a little bit. <laughs> yeah. He, he has a shirt. All of them are wearing a uniform, for God's sake. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is kind of like the third season of Star Trek. This <laughs> is a fun trailer. Like it's weird oh, too. It has like these animal people. I was like, what the hell is going on there? Yeah, yeah the island of Doctor Moreau. <laughs> I, I, I love the dodgeball face, like to the face. <laughs> that was yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a great trailer. I thought it got me super excited, yeah. hyped for the movie. I'm very interested in this, and I feel like. You know, I love James Gunn. I think he's a great talent, and I, I think he knows how to make comic book movies, and he, he has he knows how to make things fun and funny. So this is going to be a lot of fun. This is the last movie, I think, before he goes on to DC full-time, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Peacemaker Season 2. I need it now. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah. Peacemaker, man. Peacemaker was so much fun. It was. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, do we know the villain of this movie? I, I, I think it's like a weird villain, right, Jake? A high evolutionary. 
What is that? <laughs> oh, he's basically um, a guy who tinkers with people's DNA in the comics. They he messed with the X Men. He messed with. He was a retcon for Wanda and Pedro when they couldn't decide whether when they decided that they couldn't be actually the kids of the Wizard and uh, Miss America. So. Oh. Uh, Interesting, and we have no idea when this takes place either, because the yeah. timeline is all weird right now with Marvel. I don't know when things take place. Uh, Gamora's in it though, so it's well, post. Uh, yeah, James makes lots of changes from the comics, but so far every change he's made has been a superior. It serves the story, so he's not one of these guys who's comic accurate to the point of destroying a uh, story. Like we could say at the end of uh, Hawkeye and what they did with uh, Kingpin, Jesus. Yeah, we won't get to that. But yeah, um, I, I have faith in this movie. I, I'm excited. I'm hyped. Uh, I think the CG is fine, too. Like I don't have any problems with the CG in this movie, either. Well, that's why the trailer is so late, because James Gunn didn't want to put up with people ragging on the CG. So they wait till it was finished. To, to show it and it it looked absolutely beautiful and hopefully uh, and hopefully it's still they got the trailer hopefully they got it out early enough to push this so disney will make a success of it and put it in 3d in front of avatar 2 would be really nice yep now james Ca- james gunn um is actually a big fan of 3d so i i feel like he oh, yeah. knows how to do it and he's gonna do it well so i'm excited for it 3d but it was weird that the suicide squad wasn't in 3d so i don't know if that was a warner brothers thing or a james gunn thing oh i'm guessing warner brothers that they're like this is going to be r-rated this is going to be very tightly budgeted yeah uh, black adam wasn't 3d either and it was obviously shot to be converted hmm. i would say was Warner Brothers didn't have the money to do the conversion. All right, let's keep going here. Um, we got a Transformers movie trailer. Transformers: uh, Rise of six. the Beasts. Rise of the Beasts. The, you know, uh, now you may know this, Jacob. There was a Beast War, a Beast Wars animated CG '90s or two, early 2000s show. That really got yes. interesting. Um, a lot of people really like that show. I'm guessing Jacob or Classic Jake, you have not seen that or know about that TV show, right? Uh, hell no, and it sounds like I don't want to know. I mean, I'm aware of the TV show, but I've never seen it. I, I just heard that it's really well liked, and it's like a really it's early CGI, but it worked out pretty well for TV. So, um, yeah, I'm just hoping this is a 2D movie, and I don't have to pay any attention to it. Oh, no, they're, I think they're going to go full hog with the 3D and IMAX 3D, possibly, because this is like Paramount's, one of their big franchises is Transformers. Uh, the last four were 3D. It's hard, because the last four have been 3D. I think the last um, the last night was filmed in IMAX 3D, for God's sakes. Now, uh, yes. I think Bumblebee was 3D. Now, I don't think this, I think this is like a reboot, so I don't... I haven't seen Bumblebee, but I don't think it it goes at all with the canon of Bumblebee. But you all can t- confirm that. Yeah, I mean it's it's not even a Michael Bay movie. I don't think he has anything to do with it. The action scenes they're not chopped to heck. They're uh, it, it has the director of uh, Creed two, so I liked Creed two. It so. still it still looks like a Transformers movie. 
<laughs> it still looks like a Transformers movie, but the action makes sense. You still have the cool slow-mo. You have the scene where he just steps out of his car and then it transforms into uh, one of the bots. So, I mean, it's a Transformers movie. I don't know what lore you can get from that. I always wonder why the beasts look like beasts that we have on Earth, because, um, you know, wouldn't their beasts be different than our beasts? But whatever. There's probably yeah. a canon explanation for that. Yeah. Well, I was I was always too old for Transformers. You're never too old for Transformers. <laughs> now, now, Jake, you reviewed the one, what is a quote-unquote good Transformers movie. I reviewed two of the bad ones, so <laughs> I should be more negative. Bumblebee was awesome. And I haven't seen that one. I saw the other ones, but not that one. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Bumble- Bumblebee is different. It was directed by the guy who did, uh, I think, Kubo and the Two Strings, yeah. oddly enough. Yeah, Travis Knight from Leica. Yeah. And son of Phil Knight. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Bumblebee was a fun 80s throwback, sort of, you know. It's just a fun mm-hmm. movie that not a lot of people seen, and it's a shame. It never even got a 3D yeah, release at yeah, home. Jim gave a great performance. He sells some really awkward dialogue very well. Yeah. But it's a fun movie, and uh-huh. it's it's fun to see uh, Bumblebee as the uh, actual car that he was. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it, yeah, it was kind of like an Amblin movie. Yeah, which uh, I mean, Spielberg did executive produce it, so it makes sense. Yeah, it made almost five hundred million worldwide, which is lower than the other billion movies that they've done before. So, um, I, I mean, it made more than the last uh, the last night, or around the same amount. That was more expensive. So is this in canon with uh, Bumblebee or no? I don't understand it anymore. I don't know. What the I don't is. know. Like Bumblebee was a prequel, and I want to say this is a, a start of a new series, but Michael Bay is producing it, so I'm not 100% sure. I mean, I'm fine with it being a prequel because the timeline is it's all screwy. It, it doesn't make any sense anymore. I mean, it never made sense to begin with, and it just got worse and crazier. Each one is like a prequel and a sequel, and then this, oh, yeah, this stuff happened in the past. Oh, yeah, this stuff happened later that you didn't know about. And it's like, okay, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> but, I mean, you got Peter Cullen as uh, Optimus Prime back, so <laughs> that's all everybody wants, Peter Cullen. I thought he died. <laughs> no, he's still alive. But isn't he like 100? <laughs> he's uh 81 currently wow okay i i thought he died but i guess i'm wrong okay well b- well the voice actor um this is an awkward um transition i guess we should talk about the great kevin conroy now r.i.p yeah yeah, Our, yeah my batman well one of my batman but he's one of the best batman of all time Mm-hmm. Yeah, we also have had a lot of deaths recently, which is sad, and a lot of these were kind of unexpected. For um, and uh, yeah, it's it's kind of shocking. And um, Kevin Conroy is, is was fantastic. He not only did Batman animated series and Justice League, he did a lot of video games too, and he mm-hmm. was even in the CW verse. And um, mm-hmm. he was relatively young, so this was even more. He wasn't like eighty or hundred or something. I think it was like sixty. Like 60. Yeah. yeah, like what? Did they ever say what he died of? No, not that I know of. No. Hmm. That's a shame. But yeah, he loved being that character. I um, He had fun with it, and it, it was, you know, I love that show. The Batman animated series is fantastic, and mm-hmm. it, it perfectly balances the darkness and the comic bookness of Batman, and it it's great for kids, it's great for oh, adults. It was- 
adults. Yeah, yeah. The Batman the animated series is is easily the best Batman on television, bar none. Incredible. Oh yeah, incredible. Uh, he died of uh, colon cancer. Woof, rough. Yeah. yeah. This is Batman calling you from Wayne Manor. You know, I I sat with both of my parents uh, as they passed, and the thing to remember is their spirit lives on. The body is just a a vessel, uh, and you really see that when someone passes. The people we love are always with us. All right. Um, I guess we'll just go through the, all the deaths since uh, we got a couple other ones. Jason um, David Frank. Yeah, uh, Jason David Frank, um, the green and white Power Ranger, um, apparently committed suicide. <laughs> white Power Ranger. May want to comma that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a Power Ranger. Um, yes. <laughs> but apparently he, he died of suicide, and that's just really sad. Um, yeah. He was beloved for a long time, and people loved this character, and lo- and he, you know, he was a good guy, and you know, if you, if you need help, yeah. get help. It, it's no shame in having mental health issues. You know, it, it's common. It's it's okay to get help. Get help. Get medicine. Yeah. It's fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, uh, 611 is the number, isn't it? The new National Suicide Hotline number is 988. Yeah, and depression is not being sad. Yes. It's only um, Yeah, you can't cheer up. A, you can't just cheer up a depressed person. Yeah. They need help. Medication, prob- maybe. Probably. All right. Uh, what other deaths do we have here? Um, uh, the guy who played in the greatest uh, Christmas movie of all time, he played uh, Theo and Die Hard. He passed away recently. Okay. Oh, uh, Fleetwood Mac, Christy McVeevy, 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 rest in peace. She was almost 80, which I was surprised by that. I wasn't that Fleetwood Mac had been recording since the early 60s. Yeah, it's just still like it's shocking (laughs) that she's that old. Now, you know, it's not really 3D related, but, you know, we want to give credit to these uh, people because they've been along, around for a long time and we respect their work. And, we're, you know, so I know it's not directly 3D related, so sorry for people, but I thought it was important to talk about these three, um, these these deaths that happened recently. That It's in pop culture. It's in Hollywood. So, um, yeah. All right. Let's uh, keep going here. We got more topics. Uh, we got another trailer here for... Um, Knights of the Zodiac. Now, this is a, based on a manga, and it has a Netflix TV show, and it's being distributed by Sony, and this live-action movie has been in the works for years. Um, I have no idea what's going on in this trailer. They say that it's about the Greek gods coming back or something. I, I It's like, okay, I don't get confirmation of 3D here, but this is exactly the kind of movie that gets 3D releases, so maybe? I've never even heard of this movie. Or yeah, seen a trailer. I haven't either. So yeah, hopefully it gets 3D because it could be good. It could not be good. I mean, it has a lot of imagery of like um, God of like Greek gods and stuff, and all that kind of uh, mythology and such. And a lot of it looks like an anime come to life or a manga come to life. Um, so I get it, and it's that kind of movie. So. 
I don't know if it's coming out. I don't know when it's coming out next year. Um, I don't. It's it. It might just go directly to Netflix. I'm not sure. Um, I'm thinking they're seeing how popular it is, but the anime is on Netflix right now. So if you're interested, I mean, anime movies right now are kind of big in theater. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know how a live action adaptation would be. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's keep going here. Uh, Jacob, what do you want to talk about next? Oh, I guess we hmm. could talk about uh, the Spider-Verse stuff at uh, Sony. Yeah, Madam Web pushed to 2024, and Craven is now October 23rd. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I have no, no interest in those. Wants... Yeah, they sound like they're going to be Morbid time. <laughs> I mean, especially, they just seem miscast, too, with... Uh... Dakota Johnson as Madam Web and Aaron Taylor Johnson as uh, Craven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the more you hear about Craven, the worse it sounds. I mean, <laughs> Morbius was, was, was bad, and it kind of just cemented that, that Sony doesn't know what they're doing. So. Yeah. <laughs> Even though Venom and Venom 2 were legit pretty good movies. Yeah. All Morbius is kind of make a bigger star out of Matt Smith. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the first Venom movie. The second one, I guess, is better, but um, still, I, I I'm not a huge trashy fan of them. Fun. They're trashy fun. They're trash. Yeah. And to say anything else, to say they're great cinema, you're fooling yourself. But they are awesome trash. Yeah, yeah. I really should discern that it's they're great fun. They're. I mean, I, I have fun watching them. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, like whenever you have a line like a turd in the wind. <laughs> you got yourself a B movie, uh-huh. <laughs> or you see, uh, um, you sit there and watch uh, uh, lobster sushi. It was absolutely hysterical. Yeah, um, yeah I just hope real lobsters were killed in that, but I imagine they were. So, <laughs> um, Master Web or, or Madam Web, that whole canon, that whole story is really weird and out there, and. I think it's a lot to do. I mean, I guess it's enough for a movie, but it's hard to do that without Spider-Man. Um, so I don't know how they're going to do that to make that sound alone. Adam Webb. I mean, same thing with Craven the Hunter. I mean, what are you going to do? He's a huge tie to the Spider-Man verse. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. And he's evil. I mean, yeah. he's a hunter. He kills animals. He's even considered more evil than he originally was. And the best story with Craven is Craven's Last Hunt, which is why they killed off the character because there wasn't really anything interesting to do with him. <laughs> he was just a, just Ditko could just draw the hell out of him. They're they're probably going to turn this into a PG thirteen bloodless fest, which I'm not saying he's like Punisher level, but isn't there like brutality in the comic books, like with blood and everything? Fatality. Yeah, he's a He's a, he's a hunter. hunter. He's a hunter. Yeah. Hunter so, should uh, be so, hard. Make so it's going to be it's it's going to be another Morbius situation whenever you you hear blood gushing but you don't see blood gushing. Oh, I've heard it's going to be even bad. He's going to have a he's going to not be a hunter. He's going to be animal rights activist. Uh, uh, yeah, if you're going to go social justice warrior at least get a social justice warrior to write your script. Uh. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah, that, that sounds pretty bad. I was already not looking forward to either one of them. So now I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> for both of them. <laughs> I hope 
have good 3D or better better yet, no 3D, and then I can ignore them completely. Maybe Sony will prove us wrong. Hopefully. I don't want to wish... Yeah, hopefully Legendary steps in. (laughs) I don't want to wish bad movies happening. I... So, yeah, exactly. That's why I hope Legendary steps in. We shall see. We shall see. All right. Uh, Jacob, what do you want to talk about next? Uh, let's talk about the latest Super uh, Superman, Super Mario World movie trailer. Super Mario Brothers, the movie. This looks awesome to me. I don't know about y'all. Yeah, oh, yeah. It looks awesome. Just, except but Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt doesn't sound awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's not quite the audio version of the first Sonic trailer, but it's weird hearing Mario not talk like he's from the House of Gucci movie. Uh, he's He's been talking. Have that Italian voice that Mario always has. Yeah, I don't yeah. necessarily need that Italian stereotype, but I want him to try. I don't feel like Chris Pratt is trying at all. Hey, yeah, whenever he said, let's-a go, he just said it like I did. Let's-a go. I'm like, ugh. Let's-a go. Let's-a go. Give me passion. Chris. And considering how much great voice work is in this trick. Oh my god. Jack Black. Oh, Jack Black. Killing it. Uh, Charlie Day needs a little yeah. more work with his Luigi, but I mean, I like he's it. better. He's actually trying. He's trying, uh-huh. and I like it. I like it. I like that Luigi bit with the mustache and... I think that would be a great way to have a gag and um, maybe showcase War Luigi and Wario, but not really mention them. Because, like, we all know he's talking about Mario, but he, they could, that could be a fun gag. You know that, right, Jacob? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, the and bit with Donkey Kong, hilarious. Love it. Yes. And then, like, a, uh, they got, they got a, a Princess Peach in the trailer, which I was excited for because I love Princess Peach. And she's just beyond a damsel in distress now. She's actually a strong person. I'm imagining that somehow or another she's still going to get kidnapped, but she's not going to go by easy. It's going to be hard. Yeah. And it's going to be more interesting of a story. Now, it, it seems like maybe Bowser's going to different worlds and, and getting their stars. Like maybe he went to the ice world first and got that star from the penguins. Maybe he's going yeah. to um, um, the Yoshi's um, island to get their star. Maybe going Donkey Kong and Mario and Donkey Kong want to work together now or, or something to stop him going to the Mushroom Kingdom and maybe the, the Desert Kingdom, the Saramasa Kingdom from Mario Land. There's so much here. And um, I really feel like there's so much for Nintendo and video game fans. And it feels like Nintendo has like made so many Easter eggs here. It's wonderful. Oh, and yeah. It's not like, like obvious the, the either. The training levels, a typical level, the 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 girt, the grind, the girders for uh, the Donkey Kong scene is like from the Donkey Kong video game. So lots of Easter eggs. Yeah, they know how this to be the. Uh movie that breaks the video game curse yeah i don't know we've already kind of had a few of those like detective pikachu the sonic movies yeah that was pretty good that was really good actually uh but it was not the main game it was a spin-off game and i don't even know how and since i never played it i have zero idea how close the movie was to the actual gameplay uh based on the plot not really but like it's still there yeah i mean i figured it wasn't and uh, and the best video game movie, Jumanji, wasn't even a video game. <laughs> I will argue that um, the other 
video game movie. You know, there's other games, movies that are good, but they're all kind of sort of, sort of, sort of, kind of. Like the first Angry Birds movie was legitimately a very good movie. Like I didn't think yeah. that was going to be a good movie, but it was better than it should have been. Um, uh-huh. It was just uh, too little, too late. <laughs> Past its prime. Age, but it's but I'm going to admit it's on a trashy level, just a little better than. Uh, oh God, are you going to say Street Fighter? No. no. <laughs> hey, God. Venom. Yeah, Venom. What movie? Uh, Rampage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Rampage was a lot of great, uh, trashy fun. Yeah. I mean, how can you hate a movie with a gorilla that gives a rock the finger? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this could be the first truly fantastic movie that's inspired by an actual video game franchise. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's super funny. It looks like everything hit. It feels like, feels like Nintendo put their heart and soul into this. Like character they, design, character, like I actually gotten used to, and I like the new Donkey Kong. I like the new Luigi and Mario. I, I like it. I like how they look. But and Mario needs more cake. <laughs> His butt is not that, plump like it usually is (laughs) and you know the easter eggs are there but it's kind of one of those things they know how to do it so that way it's not completely in your face easter eggs either it's just like it's hilarious and it's awesome and i'm hyped uh how do you feel about the rumored 85 minute runtime though cool i'm fine with that make it quick make it fast yeah i want there to be world building too 85 minutes you could also have a crappy movie yeah like, uh, I don't know, like, The Last Venom wasn't as good as the first one, I feel, and yeah. it was, like, 95 minutes long, very short. Yeah. Well, this podcast is going to be around 95 minutes long, if not longer. <laughs> <laughs> We're released this to theaters. Uh, I wish. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, it looks so much fun, and I love it. I love all the Easter eggs. I feel like... It just has my childhood all over it, and I love this trailer. Um, it is so fun and lighthearted, and it just captures the awe of Nintendo. Uh, trailer it was made with so much love. Now I'm really, now I'm really interested in Jake. What since you haven't really played the Mario games, how did you like this trailer? Oh, I loved it. I mean, even though I'm not that familiar, I I recognize I had enough stuff in here of recognition. I could tell this was made by somebody who really loves and cares about this. And it made me want to see this even more. And like the scene with uh, Peach and Mario in the flower, flower, fire, flower um, garden. And like, it's just like having the nice warm light and she touches, she gets the firepower and it changes her outfit. And it's just like, that's how it works. You understand yeah. it, you get it. And it's so nice. You don't have to be like straightforward. You know, you could just, you get it. And then having Mario fly with his Tanuki suit, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Uh, yeah. And it's, it, I like seeing a movie made with the realization that video games are a bigger business than Hollywood films. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they they know they know who's going to go see this, and they made this, and these trailers have been made to pander to them, and I'm all here for it. <laughs> and the Rainbow Road has been there since the beginning of Star- Mario Kart. It's not a woke rainbow, people. I know. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, it, it is so good. It's so fun. We're wondering how much, uh, me and Jacob, we did a podcast about Mario and like how much stuff they could cram in. And I feel like we, we, 
we were worried about how much it crammed in, and they still did that. That podcast is on Patreon, by the way, for patrons to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I love this trailer. I, I just had happiness and joy in my heart, and it's like it's been a long time. <laughs> I mean, it's it's better than the 1993 uh, Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now. It does have a feeling about the Mario Super Show because it does seem yes. like Mario is a plumber and Luigi is a plumber in the real world, and somehow they get into the Mushroom Kingdom, and it does feel like it's um getting some of that. And we did get a, a related story that John Leguizamo is actually still kind of upset about um, the cast not being diverse. And to a degree, he has a point. Now, I think voice acting is also an art that it could be anything you want to be. As long as you have the talent, it doesn't matter. And you could be yeah. whatever race or animal or whatever. Um, now, obviously, Chris Pratt, we complain about him. I think he's doing an adequate job, which is still not good enough considering how big of a character he is. And maybe he gets better in the movie, but it feels like he's just phoning it in doing basic when it should be yeah. awesome. It should be great. So it's, um, Lakers almost, you know, I don't really care if we actually have a Italian or, uh, um, European. Yeah, he's not Italian himself. Yeah. 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 He was Luigi. Well, and he's not Italian. Uh, in many markets, so you, it is there is going to be representation. It's just not going to be in the U.S. market. Yeah, yeah. and you know you could have representation. You could have um, other voice actors, and that could just you know how many voice actors from the past voiced hundreds of characters. You know. Oh yeah. So mm -hmm. it, you don't have to have it. It's nice to have representation, but it's not necessary for everything. Um, if you can, cool. If you don't, it's not that big a deal as long as you're trying to show effort. And that's the thing here. I don't feel like Chris Pratt is putting effort in, which is sad and disappointing. But maybe the movie is going to be yeah. great. Maybe the movie is going to be great despite him not being A-game. Um, because it seems like he's getting paid to be in the movie because he has a, a name. People know Chris Pratt. But, you yeah. know, it should be about the character. Um, so, I... I it, it should be about the character. It should be whoever could voice the character and do the best job in that. It doesn't matter if they're really that way. Like, um, yeah. so. Well, to be honest, I'd rather have John doing it instead of Chris Pratt. I think he yeah. done sure. a good job. Like, even though most of the Ice Age movies are terrible, he's really good as Sid. Yeah. Yeah, I agree to that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um... Like, we have examples of, you know, June Foray. You know, she was um, a voice actor that had did so many roles. Um, Classic Jake, do you know yeah. that name? Oh, yeah. yeah. Rocky Forever. I mean. Rocky from Rocky and Bobinkle. Yeah. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine her as Sylvester Stallone if they did a Rocky cartoon? <laughs> yeah, I actually could. That's she was a <laughs> granny from the Sylvester cartoons. She was uh, chatty Kathy doll. She was so many different characters. And, um, it, it, you know, she was there and I don't care that she's not an actual cat or actual grandmother. I don't care. You know, it's, it, she does a great job. I don't care. It's, it's about the talent. So I kind of agree with like I was on, but not exactly. Yeah. I mean, as, as long as they're not like being stereotypical, <laughs> Uh, uh, an African American portrayed Darth Vader was the voice of Darth Vader for decades. Yeah, 
As long as the tenant's there, I don't care who does it, really. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, the only issue is 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 giving minorities a a chance. I mean, it's I'm sad that they didn't. Uh, I, I'm hoping some of the at least some of the smaller roles went to uh, minorities. You know, uh, Keegan Michael Key is um, um, Toad. Toad, I think. The, I think. Yeah. the issue is the is not so much the rep representation but opportunity because right yeah but if you don't create opportunity it means nothing yeah and you know mel blank is another legendary uh voice actor who played countless voices um for bugs buddy yeah Um, and so he you know he doesn't have to be an actual rabbit or actual duck it's fine or or, or Paul Lynn. I mean, he did tons of voice work. Most of it uncredited, but you still, his voice was so recognizable. We yeah. definitely honor the the art that is voice acting, and that's why we love Kevin Conroy. Yeah, and uh, Mark, we, Mark Hamill to Mark me Hamill. is more of a voice actor than he ever was an actor. I mean, I don't think of him as Luke Skywalker. I think of him as the Joker and uh, and the young guy who was on the I Dream of Genie. TV show, animated TV show. You mean you don't think of him as a star of Corvette Summer? That's awful. Oh, I do think of him as that. <laughs> and, uh, I had to reach and there for that. And eight is enough. Yes, eight I'm is old. enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm eight is enough. <laughs> All right, let's uh, keep going here. We got some details on PlayStation VR, PlayStation Five VR, uh, the second generation of VR. And um, it's kind of disappointing. It's super expensive. One hundred billion dollars. Um, Jacob, you know more about this? No, I, I didn't even know that they were releasing it right yet. <laughs> I thought they were still in the uh, the planning stages. Yeah, same here. So five hundred fifty bucks plus the PS Five. So it's over a grand. <laughs> and uh, it, I hate to say this, we got to stay with the Oculus. <laughs> Yeah, we're still going to have to give Zuckerberg our money. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a shame, because I did play around with the, PS, with the previous generation uh, VR from PlayStation, and it was really nice, but it's it's too expensive for this cost. And, you know, P- the PS5 is pretty expensive as is, so it, it's, it's, it's just too much to put it in there. And I feel like VR is always going to be a couple years away, and it's always going to be not quite cheap enough. And it's just sad. I think I think it's always going to be a niche product. It's more mainstream, but it's still going to be a select thing. I think augmented reality yeah. is probably going to be a bigger thing. Because if the Oculus didn't uh, ma- mainstream it, because you didn't need, you don't, you technically don't even need a computer to run it. You can just run it yeah. from the. If they couldn't make that work, of course, I think part of the reason it didn't work is because they forced you to have to have a Facebook account. And I know a lot of people. Because um, most everybody I know who didn't jump at an Oculus is because of the forced to have a Facebook account. But I just looked at it as well. I needed one to talk to my mother anyway, so mm-hmm. now I can talk to her while I'm on VR. It's just uh, as long as there's 3D Blu-ray support, or if they have like a 3D streaming option, especially with the HDR screens that's going to be in there, fine. But I don't know, 550 is just going to be so expensive with the PlayStation 5 already being at least 400 bucks for the digital version. Dang. 
Yeah, and inflation is kicking a lot of people's asses around the world, so it's not going to be something that people want to jump onto, you know? Right. All right. Let's. And, uh, been, and the. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, and the PSVR already kind of has a fairly large install base of like around 10 million people. So, are they going to jump aboard? I don't know, and it's, I'm, I imagine most people that had PSVR or P, PlayStation Four VR probably have PlayStation Fives now. So it, it just depends on the games, and the games are, are there but not there. It just kind of I don't know. It just doesn't seem to be super exciting, and it's not competitive. And um, it might be some you know Apple is, is talking about, or there's rumors about Apple going in, but of course theirs will be super expensive too. So it might be one of those things where you may have to get like a um, a service to stream the content. That's you know the the headset is is cheap, but like you have to do like um, Game Pass or what was that Google one that we that ended recently? Um, Stadia. Stadia. Like that kind of thing might have to be for VR, where you're not paying to compute, you're paying to you know have the headset and the you know computing and streaming it, maybe. But that might still be lagging of time and computer stuff. So I don't know. Um, we yeah. do get. It's let, a, let, let, let the, the, go ahead, Jacob. I was gonna say, let the device be a loss leader. Sell the content, lose money on the device. I mean, yeah, that's how it was for for Meta and. And, but now they're going higher in cost too, and um, of course Meta's losing money left and right. So that may not be forever. Well, I mean, that's just an awful product. Yeah, um, yeah, Meta sucks. The the headset's awesome, but Meta sucks. <laughs> yeah, Mark Zuckerberg is like, we're gonna get legs, and I'm like, VR chats had that for years. And yeah, it's a much better product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and Twitter's going fire too. It's just like you know, all social media is going down. <laughs> yeah. Because I think people are starting to realize of how toxic it is, and just there's oh, a yeah. lot of false info out there. Uh huh. And uh, it's not meeting people's needs. I mean, people are going to uh, are are never going to get off the internet, but they're going to go elsewhere. It's now mm-hmm. where they're going to go. Uh, I mean, Elon Musk. I mean, it's I highly recommend lurking on Twitter. It's 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 a glorious shit show. I mean, watching it uh. slowly devolve. It's hilarious, and just it's, so much for it's like who's going to go down first, uh, Elon or Kanye? Uh, now, something else that went down was the director of I'm, I'm stretching here to get the last topic in the the last the guy a new director for Blade, <laughs> and uh, um, because the last director left, and this new director is um, Jan Dimij. Demange and he the was, March? yeah, yeah. He, he was big part of uh, Lovecraft Country, so um, I haven't watched that, but I heard great things about that show. Oh well, yeah. What what I've seen of it, it was awesome. Uh, it was one of those things that it it just triggered a lot of racists. Mm. I know that Yon Demarge was associated with another comic book movie before. I forgot which one it was, but he didn't get the job. Yeah. He's a good director, so uh, uh, so him and Mahershala Ali probably he probably got the gig because they're on the same wavelength. Yeah, I just worry that we might be a while before we get this Blade movie. A couple years. Yeah, uh, I have a feeling it's going to be a while too. But uh, hopefully, Blade shows up. They uh, decide to try to make their universe more integrated and have Blade show up somewhere. 
Alright, well, uh, we're going for hour 40 now, so I think that's a wrap for the <laughs> non-patrons. The patrons get some bonus features, including we're going to talk about some Tim Burton movies, some Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, some DreamWorks movies, all that extra content, and of course and co- Cocaine Bear. Bear. We're going to be on the patron-only section. So, non-patrons, goodbye. Bye. Bye, everybody. All right, before this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Mr. Bungo5, Kano3D, Gravity Head Zero, Alex Folk, and Kevin Winter for your financial support on Patreon.com. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Take care. Bye.